welcome to The Cheat Code. I'm your co-host, Ralph Diggs. And I'm Rob Badgett. I'm here to teach financial education with an urban approach. And we are back for another edition. Our last episode, we talked about hustles under $500. Yep, yep. I hope some of y'all took those notes in and made something out of it. So let me ask you, how are your $5 under, under $500 hustles going for you? Really good so far. Um, from doing that, I decided to create a landscape company. Uh, we're in the midst of trying to get a, a minivan for under five hundred dollars. And so di- can you talk to me because you got you got two of them there? Can you tell me a little bit about the landscaping thing? So basically, uh, me and a group of guys decided that um, we would like to start a landscaping company. Ah. And we realized it really wasn't a lot to start a company. You kind of just needed a few things here and there, and that would just get the ball rolling. Happened to be under five hundred. Break down the math. So basically, I got my lawnmower. He got his lawnmower, and all of our equipment we have as a household, we put it together. And now we're gonna take it on the road and try to uh, do other properties as well. Really? So your lawnmower and his lawnmower are gonna get a better lawnmower. Because if you think about it, if you do a few houses here and there, you'll eventually get enough money to get a better lawnmower. So uh, it's just you got to kind of got to get out in the grass. See, the lawnmower, man. Kind of, sort of. Like, I don't even like being in the sun too much. But when there's profits involved, why not? Well, his, you know, I, I think, um, you know, the $500 hustles things, it kind of reminded me of where we are as a world, as a culture. Mm-hmm. Like right now, there are people who before COVID, before uh, the crisis, before the challenges, mm-hmm. people were already trapped in poverty. Facts. Right? I think what's different now is those, let's just say the middle class people, they have now been squeezed a little bit more than what they're used to. Because you can't have the normal jobs they're used to. Waitresses are gone. Cooks are gone. So it's like, now I have to learn something. I I read something the other day that a lot of people that have lost their jobs are older. Really? So they don't want to be retrained. They feel Mm. like, I'm at the age where I don't want to learn something new. And that's understandable. Yeah. If you're 50-something years old, you really don't want to start something new. So what's your $500 (sighs) hustle or something under what can you do to supplement the usual income you had before i think the challenge is now is that while you may not want to do it you now don't have the choice in the matter like you don't have a whole lot of freedom and liberty to choose nope on how you're going to you I'm know pretty confident people are watching the news more than they used to trying to find out what the president and the congressman are all them going to do with those stimulus checks and the are employment there more, checks are there any more stimulus checks coming uh, you know me in the stock channel i found out everything first so basically what's happening is they are in the middle of a quarrel and what i mean by quarrel the democrats and the republicans the gap between an agreement is so far that the president's thinking about stepping in and just doing executive action. Like, I need to look good, so either y'all fix your ways or I'm going to do it for you. But what are the what are the gaps in between the two? So basically, the uh, Republicans don't want to give any money to the unemployment people, but the Democrats feel they need to keep it the same or at least drop it $200. So that's a, a mid, major beef between them that they can't come in um, agreement with. And then the school thing, and then the they're trying to figure out if they can give some more money to the PPP for states to have their municipal um, budgets re um, reintroduced to money because mm-hmm. they're dropping like 
fast. Mm -hmm. So municipal bonds and stuff like that are usually popular. Like it's a way that you can invest. But due to the pandemic, actually some of these bonds are going bankrupt because they can't, you can't um, cash them in because there's no money in the budget. Do you feel like this is like um, a necessary cleanse though? I do. I do. Like I seen on the, um, in the news too, that like Italy and stuff, you can finally see in the water. So it's like when you're not driving, like, like natural cleanse. I meant like, oh, <laughs> you're talking about for the per a person. Nah, you went to the actual water. I mean, like a societal cleanse. Yes, like a no, purging. Oh, I told you, CNBC. Um, basically, what they said was, a lot of these companies are realizing they're obsolete and it's hard to take. Mm -hmm. So basically. I um who's my guy? Uh, Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank. Uh, yeah, yeah, Kevin, Kevin something. Whatever his name is. Yeah, he was like, y'all gotta let these companies die. Airplane companies, all of them, because it gives a person a chance to step in their place. Like if they didn't make their balance their money correctly, it's not the government's fault. They shouldn't have to pay for your mistakes. Mm. So a lot of these companies are actually now like what happened. What we're dealing with in the market right now, we're not really competing against companies or really finding out company financials because everything right now is being holded by the Fed except for a few companies. Mm -hmm. Like, if you really break it down, every company's getting a loan from the government, so clearly they're not getting any sales. Yeah. So yeah, you got to yeah, pay yeah, attention yeah, to that. Yeah. No, I think um, things are definitely stretched out, right? Mm -hmm. But my thing is, like, the people who are impacted the most, like, here's the thing, here's the flip side of this is, is that you don't have to be in poverty to have a poverty mindset, mm -mm. right? Like there's the, the the idea of the government going to be able to rescue you. That's a poverty mindset. Absolutely. We, we, people don't want to recognize that. It's a poverty mindset. The idea of um, I'm just going to get uh, or somebody's going to fix the problem for me. Right. If Would, I just wait long enough. If I just wait long enough, it'll mm -hmm. fix it. Like, uh, for example, let's look at the school system where... Don't get me um, started on that. Your kid's being educated. Now, if it's public education and your tax dollars go uh, into public education, yes, you should have a say-so in, you know, what's happening with your student. Mm -hmm. However, you relying on them to make sure your kid kid gets the necessary education, they're not going to prioritize that. Absolutely right? not. Why? Because they're going to prioritize their families <laughs> exactly. and their needs. I'm pretty confident those teachers are teaching their kids because they realize they're not going to school no more. Right. But, but, but the thing is, it's like all of those things or, or feeling like, yo, we're out of food and, you know, we somebody make sure they're, 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 whose responsibility is like the whole, you don't realize the poverty mindset. The poverty, the poverty is this. First thought with poverty, the first response in poverty or the first flag in being poverty minded is, is that you are struggling with the mindset of lack. What do mm -hmm. I mean by that? Right. Mm -hmm. You're always in lack. Or you're always you're the first one to be vulnerable or taken advantage of because you have not discovered how to pull together your resources. Agreed. You don't know uh, how to uh, see yourself as an asset. For example, I saw there's a show on Netflix. It's called Alone, mm. and it's you know it's a white people show. We'll mm -hmm. just say that. But there was a black dude on it. And do you remember that movie Castaway mm -hmm. where he's on an island? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is on an island and he has to Wilson! figure out how to survive. There's nobody there. 
Um, it's hot. You know, he's got a fish for his food. Mm-hmm. Um, all that, right? Take that concept and then put people in the Arctic. The Arctic. Ooh. So this is a show. I was watching it. They can pick like 10 items that they can bring with them to the Arctic. Oh, okay. But everything else, they have to hunt for their food. They have to... I think I seen the um, like a commercial yeah, for this. They have to build shelter. They have to not die, basically. And in the end, if they win, they get $500,000. Yeah, I think But I they're all that. alone. That's... They're not a team. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But it was interesting. It was like, yo... The average person would die in that situation right because away. they're not educated on how to survive. Exactly. And I was looking, I was like, yo, I don't know how to. They were killing rabbits. You know what I mean? Uh, you don't like bugs, so you wouldn't have made it even past the no. bugs. But well, it's all, cold there, so the bugs are the, different. Yeah, there's no bugs, but there are wolves, though. Oh, I'll take a wolf there or a bug. Wolves? No. You, you, yeah, I'd fight what? a wolf over a bug. No, but the wolf will kill you, though. Yeah, but I got weapons. You said I get to pick stuff. You get a knife and maybe a bow and arrow. That's all I need. Okay, but what if it's twelve wolves? That's different. This was a there's <laughs> there's wolves, there's bears, there were uh, it's in the Arctic. Like, oh yeah, it's, it's all, all that wild animals yeah. who you know live in the Arctic mm-hmm. and they're. There, so if you think of cold, you think of fur. Yeah. So these are furry creatures. You think of hot, you think of you know lizards and snakes and, and all this other stuff. stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah, true. True. So they're showing this stuff where you know, uh, oh, there's moose there too, like ginormous moose. And you what? Know, but every day they have to, they have one goal: figure out how to survive. Every day, like that's it. Like how do I make sure their basic needs? I need food, clothing, shelter every day. Wow. That's it. Because your shelter is literally like you can't, it's so cold. You can't sleep outside. So you have to cut down a tree. They cut down the trees. They build a little bit of fire, um, you know, and then they hunt. It's like real survival. And then they hunt for food every day. Wow. That's it. Because if you think about it, you're burning so many calories, uh, but you don't have three meals a day. So... One, I'm looking for the food that I got to find. So I'm burning off calories. I got to rehydrate the temperatures. All that. What I say? They were the best asset that they had in a situation is their education. They knew survival skills. Oh, like they studied it before they got there. Yes. Oh, that's good. There's no freaking way. Like, but literally, dudes were making, they were, one dude was making, he had, I don't know how he managed to make the uh the string uh to catch fish but then he had like a little <laughs> soda can to make the hook out of it <laughs> to throw it into the water but it took hours though right you there catch all day fish. but then his dummy he catches a fish and he's like oh i think this fish might still have eggs in it so he cuts open a fish puts um eggs in it <laughs> Pulls out the eggs, eggs turn into yolk, and then he starts drinking it. Dummy didn't realize, oh, there's pesticides and bacteria in the fish eggs. Yeah. He shouldn't have drank that. So now he gets sick. Oh, my <laughs> he's goodness. He's vomiting. You know what I mean? And and he's like, <laughs> oh, I might have. And the only way they leave is if they tap out. They got to call the walkie-talkie for the chopper to come and get them. Uh-uh. One guy falls, breaks his leg. He taps out. Another guy... Almost has a heart attack. He taps out. But again, 
they were an asset to themselves in that situation. Yeah. I don't think that people well I well well people are panicking right now because they're 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 not they're not educated. If you think about it like this, it's like it works both ways. If you have a poverty mindset, that means you don't have a hustler mindset. Mm. So, if you have a hustler mindset, it's probably a long shot for you to have a poverty mindset because you know you got to get to the bag. Right. So, if right. you need to really flick that switch, you got to flick the switch. Yeah, I think the thing the thing about a hustler, right? Cuz we've talked about a hustler versus a business owner like your hustles where it starts at right it's where it starts like a hustle means i gotta eat what mm-hmm. do i gotta get on the grind to get on to eat exactly. that's the first basic tool that you're going to need now there's a difference between hustle and learning to build wealth that comes exactly next, right but you gotta start off with the yo let me figure this out uh, because I got you know your resources. Like, you gotta like that's where start. Everybody should start with has to start with the hustle mindset, and then because the hustle yep. means I gotta eat. Exactly. That's it. I gotta eat. What do I need to do to eat? You right? should right away know you and Jay Z got the same twenty four hours and go from there. Right. You know what I mean? Like this is where we start at. I gotta hustle. Then you continue to educate and how to expand your hustle. To a full level of legitimacy, exactly uh, consistency. It's like it's like like you. You started off with a hustle, so now it's easy for you to just. Uh, I started a landscaping business yeah, over the weekend because I know right. Just go at it and figure it out from there. Right, and then you'll build the other parts, but as they come. But it's still the same thing. It's like yo, no, we gotta figure this out. Am I? Do I want to be a landscaper for the rest of my life? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You know what I mean. And so I just think that people, they have to know, like, like, yo, if you want to break this poverty mindset, there's things that you're going to have to do. What yeah. I've been struggling with a lot in this season of mm-hmm. poverty mindedness is the people who are the closest to you, right? Oh, my goodness. Who you like, Preach. yo, I really, like, I'm trying to help you to get out of this. I'm trying to help you. But you clearly see they don't want to move. Do you think they don't want to move or they don't know how to move? Which one is it? Because I'm conflicted. I think it's a little bit of both. Mm, like sometimes when you, if you think about it, if you got the, what's that, um, Moore's Law? If you have shelter, food, and security, a lot of people don't want to move past that. So if you got a roof over your head, you have food in your fridge, and ain't nobody trying to break into anything, some people feel like that's all I need. So that's survival. As long as you're surviving. Exactly. And that's the poverty mindset. They're just happy to be surviving. But <sighs> don't true. you want more? Don't you want to get out of the projects right. or out of the country? Where I don't know. Wherever you at that you know you want better, mm. you got to decide. Like pick up a book or look up a YouTube mm-hmm. or something. The danger with the poverty mindset is... You are the first one that is going to get swept away. Yeah, first one. Like whenever calamity hits, things fall. You know what I was watching? It's I like how we have these things that um, remind us of things. Yeah. I was watching Purge two yesterday uh, or the okay. other day. Okay. And what it what I noticed about that show or that movie was the poorest people got it the worst. Yes. They was like the rich people had the best security, the best everything, and mm. even. They even found a way that, oh, he's poor. I, I'll take care of your family if you let me stab you up. And they were cool with it. 
They were like, yo, you give me 200000 you can stab me up. <laughs> what? Like in the movie, the rich people will like basically make the poor people a martyr for that day. Like instead of them rich people buying fireworks, they bought poor people. Why were they buying poor people? Because though? the purge was about getting to kill legally. So they wanted to buy poor people to kill the poor people. Yeah, legally. Because that day uh, you can kill anybody. So they was like, have these secret little things like, yeah, hey, I give you 200 grand if you sit at our, sit on top of our table while we stab you. Really? Yeah. Did they just let him kill them? No, that was the dude let him because he already gave the money. He was like, so yo. So he wanted to let them kill him. He was like, I'm already dying from cancer. So my, I see y'all are struggling. It's. His family oh. was really, really poor. Like they were trying to get him meds and a bunch of stuff. So it's like that poverty mindset is uh, real. Yeah. And some people, when they find any chance of like, hey, I can make a quick buck, they'll go for it. Not realizing if you take the time to water the seed, mm. something will grow. Please, so, I don't want to hear nothing more about flowers and plants. I know, right? No more plants. <laughs> no inside more. joke. Inside joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you really got, like, um, I was reading in a book that I wanted to train, in the book, the guy wanted to train his son how to take care of the, the yard. Mm. And he was like, what I'm going to do, instead of just pay him to just do it and assume he knows how to do it, I'm going to train him for two weeks. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to show them these areas. You see this, son? You see the neighbor's yard? That's what a yard's supposed to look like. This is our goal. Mm. And then he says, you see our yard? That's dirt. So what happens if we... Like, he basically broke everything down. And at the end of it, his point was the fact that he took that time yeah. to teach him, yeah. he never had to teach him again. Yeah, so yeah, it's like yeah. a lot of people don't want to put the time in, right, right. not realizing it's the best thing you should do because once you put the time in, that's it. It's funny. That's, uh, I'm hearing so many things in my head. And, it, mm -hmm. and it's really, you know, we're about to go somewhere. And it's really reshaping or really uh, reaffirming some thoughts I had had. Because everything is like meeting a, an epicenter, right? Yep. Because you and I were having a conversation offline about something that we're involved in. When I was like, listen, I can't do all the work of this, right? It's and too much. You shouldn't have to. it will work is like you just described. Here's what you do. Here's how you do it. Now go do it. Simple. I will show you once. You copy me. Then you That's go and it. implement it and do it. Right? Now here's the interesting part. Mm -hmm. Earlier this week, I was with a friend of mine. I was with Rob Connolly. And he was going Resurrect. to, he was going to uh, preach a message. But his message was about, he, he showed this chart of discipleship. Mm -hmm. Now, disciple were the people that followed Jesus. Facts. And so Jesus said... When I leave, you're going to do everything that I tell you to do, and then you go do it because I'm not going to be here no more. Exactly. Right? Like basically trying to teach them. <clears throat> right. You're a teacher, right? So he was mm -hmm. like, here's, watch what I do. I'm going to show you how to do what I do, and then you do it. I'll give you, critique you as you do it, but then the next go round, I'm not going to be here at all. But then you take that and then you teach somebody else. Exactly. Right? Pay it forward. And so he showed this whole diagram of this whole chart on that. And I, and like because he's like, yo, if he's starting a church, he is not going to be the guy that's going to be doing everything. Exactly. Like, no, 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 no. You're not going to drain me to death. Drain me to life. You don't want to burn out. Right. And so effective businesses, they know how to delegate. They know how to exactly. separate. Poverty-minded people, they want to do it all themselves. Lack of trust. Keep it for themselves. Don't let nothing go. 
My father is a great carpenter. The reason why majority of us struggle with carpenter skills because he was also a horrible teacher. Exactly. Like he did not <laughs> want to. He just get out the way. Yes. <laughs> I'll just do it. Forget it. Forget exactly. it. Exactly. No patience. Exactly. So you don't do. Like, oh yeah. Same, I used to work on it when I was eleven. I know. Same thing. It's like, dude, you could have helped all of us. We all could have been carpenters. Right. Or at least have enough skill set to not have to go figure it out at this point. You know what I mean? Like he did we not. We wasn't taught. To, and I think that's the difference between cultures. We're taught to survive. Mm. The other cultures taught from visual that if you start a business, yeah. this can happen. Because right. you see dad has a business. You've seen grandpa had a business. You see all these people have businesses. Right. We got section eight. Mm. So mm. what are we teaching? How to go? I, I could, You know what's really funny? Mm. Because you could tell, like, I can go into any any project and ask, how do I fill out a Section 8 paper? Wow. Or how do I get unemployment? And yeah. they know it like that. Right. But if you be like, yo, how do I get an EIN number? Or what's that stock ticker? Mm. I'm Chinese. Mm. So it's like, yo, we got to get out of this poverty survival mindset and move over to the wealth management generational needs mindset yeah no that's so true the 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 education there that you're what you're learning whatever culture will determine the outcome absolutely it will determine the outcome i can preach wealth and blah 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 i will take a look if you want to know i will show you the tools and strategies and so on and so forth but after that you're on your own yep like you're on your own because if i have to govern it if i have to keep doing it then really you just work for me exactly then this is not and but then I have to decide if this is what I want to do because if I don't, then I'm just burnt out and I'm exhausting my time. Yep. So that's very key. That was good. Yeah, you got to really good. think about that. that like, what are you? Are you got a hustler mindset or a poverty mindset? Are you in survival or are you thinking wealth? Right. That simple. Turn. We talked about the 500 hustles. The next step is using those things to break the poverty mindset. Because your family needs you to. They need you You need to, to be the first one to change the culture. Mm. Every family needs that first person. Yeah. Is it you? Yeah. Yeah. That's all for today, folks. Thanks for listening to The Cheat Code.